Hey guys, you're tuned into yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins with your favorite cousins, Dream the Doll, Trinice, and Trey. Yo. Yeah. Okay, cousins, how was everybody's weekend? Uh, um, <laughs> I had a shoot, which was really good. Building on a bigger project that's coming soon, so I was like a little, quick little one. Um, and I also... Dang, it was. I hate that I can't remember my weekend. You would think you would so think far that, lo- like ago. It's Friday. You thinking back to last Friday, last Saturday? Hmm. Oh yes. Um, and I got my second hole, of my ear done again. Ooh. So I had it the first time, but then it closed because I can't do costume jewelry, which sucks. Because I don't honestly, if I can spend ten dollars and it's like a hundred, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Please put the rest of it in my pocket. Um. So I got it done. The person that did it, her name was. I want to get it wrong, but it was something crazy. It was, it was Forkus. Shout out to you, girl. Forkus. I wish I was lying. It was Forkus. Forkus. <laughs> Damn. And Forkus. I kept calling her Forex. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's been cool. I'm glad that, you know, that's being maintained, doing what I need to do. So I don't close up. Cause I can do tattoos well, but piercings don't really do well for me. Whatever. Yeah, I got one piercing. I was done. That nose ring took seven months to heal. I was like, nope, not for me. Mm. I don't like this. Yeah, I think my piercings and my basic ear holes is the only ones that has lasted the longest because my body rejects jewelry just like yours. Like I had my nipples pierced like three different times, but it just kept rejecting, rejecting. Why did you do it three times? (laughs) I thought maybe I had them too big last time. Like the bar. Retarded nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's dry as hell. (laughs) Then I had my. Maybe it really smells dry. (laughs) (laughs) Retarded nipple. Then I had an industrial piercing Mm. that created a keloid, but I Mm. got rid of that quickly. Um, but yeah, my body rejects piercings too. Maybe oh. it's just the, if it's in our if, if it's in our family. Maybe it's just the um the material of it. Maybe. What did you do this weekend? Um, so my sister graduated this year. Shout <laughs> out to <laughs> Newbie. Class twenty twenty one. Um, so I went over and did uh her makeup and my mom's makeup. Um, and yeah, we she went looked out so eat. good. You did that, honey. I you mean, did. you did. Yes, cause she ugly. It's like I'm joking. She not ugly. I love my little cousin. So yeah, I did that makeup. Um, babysitted my goddaughter Rory. That's my baby. Um, <laughs> Such a proud dad. Rory. And then Alan we went cousin. out to eat. We went out to eat. Um, I just like to shout out my mom for keeping her pimp hands strong. She had her man, her baby daddy at the same <laughs> dinner. Good. I'm so Look, proud of her. Celebrating her man's birthday and her daughter's graduation. We oh, had a great time. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. I'm happy that that's happening for her. Yeah, she my inspiration. <laughs> um, so I actually had a very exciting weekend. Oh. I took a sporadic trip to New Jersey. Okay. I went to Six Flags. Oh my god, I have not got on a roller coaster since I was like eight. And I was just like, I'm grown now. Pull out my lady balls and I'm gonna see <laughs> if I can do this. And I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I was praying. I was like, <laughs> if I'm about to die right here, right now, it's been a good life. What you they say? <laughs> hey. It is what it is. <laughs> I can't remember the song. It's the drink because my brain is already. Let me put this down now. <laughs> well, from what I remember, I had a great time at the amusement park and got to go to the water park just a little bit. So the next time, definitely going to do that first. Um, and you then it just you was like all a, the rides? No, we only got to ride a few because it was like hella lines mm-hmm. and we was there and it was kind of late. But um, And then after that, it was like, we already out here. Let's hit Atlantic City. So then mm. let's hit the boardwalk. And I mean... 
I only been to Ocean City. You know, be white people down there, so yeah. you gotta be on go for real. Because we went to Ocean City for any week, we had some some white problems. That's but no Atlantic City on. niggas was smoking blunts. It was just a good. T- I was like, this is like black heaven right now. Like wow. I like that. So um, Oof. that was that, and that's all I really remember. That's mm. probably it. I don't know. I went to brunch on Sunday. Mm. But yeah, so. For some strange reason, God has blessed me and my job has paid me for a whole week. And we oh, haven't had to yeah. go to work all week. So that I've been on true. a little mini vacation. <laughs> I'm praying it continues, but uh, <laughs> passing the mic. God, I see what you do for others. <laughs> do it for me, Lord. Yes. Make it a triple. <laughs> a whole week. Paid an excuse. That's Look true. God. It's crazy. So now we're going to get into El Cocktail of the Day, which is a me, myself, and Icy. Mm, me, myself, and Icy. That's so cute. It's an iced or should I say slushy Moscato and a strawberry Moscato. Um, it's pretty delightful. Melts really quick. So it you have delightful. to drink it all quickly. Mint garnish. Beautiful With a topic. Mint garnish, yes. Um, so, and our topic will co- coincide. coincide with that. It's about self-evaluation or self-awareness. Mm. Um, with our last, last episode, was really explosive, but it was good <laughs> for the soul. It was necessary. It was necessary. It needed to happen. Um, so yeah, I've been really evaluating how I deal with others, mm. um, because I I know that I'm controlling, but what I evaluated myself was is how did I control those situations rather than the person. Mm. So I just been thinking about relationships and how I give advice and stuff like that, and maybe more so, I'm content with knowing that my intentions are always good and pure, but my delivery is off. So I've been thinking and looking at my situations or how, like in the past, how I gave people advice and stuff like that and felt like, I know I meant good by it, but did they, did they receive it how I thought I presented it? Mm-hmm. So um, I've been questioning a lot of that over the weekend, mainly with my close girlfriend, um, lady friend, not like relationship. <laughs> cause, you know, I'm Look, don't y'all get dickly. it confused. Strictly dickly is... Ain't nothing that crazy happening over the weekend. Yeah, no, no, ma'am. So you yeah, went to um, Convergent Camp, y'all, this weekend. That's <laughs> I've been pretty much like dissecting past encounters or situations, like I said, about it. And I was thinking like, damn, was I too hard? I had called up numerous people who I felt like I had maybe wronged them in a way. Like, how did you feel? When I gave you this deep, advice. So that is real yes. deep, yeah. I, I just was like, how did you feel? I know, but I started off with, you know that time that I gave you this or I said this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it came off like that, but I'll be, I'm I'm interested to know how you received it. That's good. So with that being said, people was like, you know, I know that you love me and I know it's coming from a good place, but you got to just watch how you mm. give directions or how you want me to handle a situation. Mm. So that's been my weekend and stuff. I've been cutting loose ends and tying and all that wow. things and trying to heal and stuff like that. Because like I said, our last episode, it really gave me self-awareness of myself from other people's point of view and stuff from my point of view of giving it to somebody else. So that's what I've been doing. And I feel like I need to work on that. Um, so my delivery is definitely what I'm going to work on. Bring in a claps for him because that's that no, right there. No, they're not programming. No, it's claps. claps. <laughs> it's a real claps. Um, yeah, that is major and that's super huge. I'm I'm very proud. Well, you know, 
y'all it was off off the record but we had a debrief in here because we are family so it's certain things like if something happened we don't just we're not the type at least the we're y'all the ain't ones getting the in other words baby <laughs> yeah y'all not getting out tea but we're the ones that we're trying to create this culture in our family this new generation where we don't let things linger and we don't let things go on and create so we typically deal with things head on the three of us we deal with things head on like if it's something happened we're gonna sit we're gonna talk about it and say how we feel and figure out where we moving what's going on whatever um and everything that brings we actually together. did that before recording that is true we did it's it really healthy i it feel is. like everybody should do that um and just even in that moment like there's moments where like we all can relate but we do speak different languages like we have different feelings we have different traumas we have different triggers so there are things that we might say because we love somebody that is not perceived that way and we remind ourselves like we love each other and we are just trying to make this relationship work and that typically helps you know set the the game up but to make that decision and to go from having a moment and to really flesh it out and to talk to people and to ask them like how do you feel like that's a major step it's so many people that don't do that step because the one thing about self-awareness is, yes, you have to be aware of yourself, but you also have to be aware of yourself in regards to others. And that's a very big thing. Like, a lot of people be like, I don't care what nobody think about me. Like, that's not how life works because you have to work with people in life. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be aware. I'm not saying it needs to make you, but you have to be aware, especially if if your intent is not coming across the way you want it to. So if it is friends that you care about, you do have to do that check in and say, how's this? How's that? Like, I know we are very similar. When I say we, I mean me and Dream. We're very similar in the fact, like, when we know we right, we right, and that's just that. But I had to do that same thing, too, where it's like, I can be right, but if I'm always right and I'm by myself, what what gain is that? You That's facts. Um, Another thing I want to say, not to cut you off, I want to say no, that wait. I love this for us, that L show, L topics and conversations piggyback off of the previous ones. Like, yeah. all of them have some type of... um congruency i want to say no that's mm-hmm. it. yes that's, congruency yes. of the next topic or look at that y'all a look back yeah a look back on the other topic or dissecting more from the other topic yeah. i mean because life should be about growth and i mean, mm-hmm. i think even in this like we're all still growing and our relationship is growing and what we want is growing so i think that that's a very important thing and i really love that we don't just let it sit like like you said we building because we are building we building ourselves we building our relationships we building things like that so when you hear something for those our listeners, when you hear something and you want to do something, like don't keep waiting to fix it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Trey, what and you another saying? thing. Oh, oh, sorry. Trey's oh, getting her set on. Also, be careful though, because about a year and a half ago, I want to say, I tried to have this little experience and I was not ready for the What's feedback the I got. What type of experience was this? Uh, <laughs> I tried to go to my best friend and my, at the time, Ooh. girlfriend and be like, you know, yeah. how y'all feel about and what she they was said, I was not. I was like, I ain't gonna lie. I was, yeah, I I was, like I was fed up part. about that. Wasn't I? I was mad. Yeah, you have to be willing yeah, to Yeah, you have accept. to be open to the criticism. And I'm not gonna lie, it made me look at things differently because I was just like, Damn, I'm out here thinking I'm ride or die for y'all, and y'all looking like Same you more so trying to die. You trying to kill us more <laughs> to help us, and I was like, that's not my intention. So it's a process, like really having it's all to sit about back, perception. yeah, and really think. Like even now, like reaction time, my reaction time is much better because like if I say something, I'd be like, damn, I shouldn't have said that like that. But then I'd be like, mm, should I go back or you know I'm gonna see how they took it. But even still. It's a it's a balance too. Like you can't overanalyze everything you do because then you'll start to get away from who you really are. But yeah. you just have to remember, like, Trinice is a person that's gonna tell you straight up, I don't like that. That doesn't make her mean to everybody, to somebody it could. Yeah. But if that's the core of who she is, she has to know that the people that she's dealing with knows her enough to know 
that that's who she is and mm-hmm. not how she is. There's a difference between who I am and how I am. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, that's just how I am. No. Are you willing exactly. to change that? Are you willing to, mm-hmm. you know, think about other people and think like, you know what? I am firm, but I don't have to be mean. Yes, like that's one of my biggest journeys. Like people be like, you mean? I'm like, I'm not mean. It's just I say the first thing that's on my mind. And at the end of the day, I'm going to just tell you what I think. How you take it is how you take it. But I also have to be mindful of if I'm trying to tell you the first thing in my mind as it regards to helping you, mm-hmm. I do need to consider how I'm saying it to you. Exactly. But if I'm just telling you what the hell I think, that's just what I think. And I'm a, I, I can say that's just what I think. Like yeah. I'm not trying to tell you like, oh, you dumb. Just straight up. But I feel like it's a blur there because some people might take the truth coming off is being mean because it's yes. not what they want to hear. That's exactly so, what I said. Yeah, Max. I said that. People can be like, you're mean. No, you're not being, or you're not saying any mean way. You're saying the truth yeah. and they don't want to accept the truth. It. Yeah. yeah, They don't want to accept it so they're taking it as, oh, you're just trying to diss me, but that's not what we're doing. And I feel like that plays a part of how we deliver it also. I mean, yeah. not deliver it, but our tent is good, but they're not receiving it yeah. right, the way they, they should they because they're not ready yet. No one wants to hear about their self. Like when I was sitting back and thinking about like evaluating myself, I didn't want to accept it. Like, right. no, I can't be this way. I'm just right. telling the truth. I'm just saying what needs to be said. Yeah. And I always say that stuff. Like when I talk to my friends, I'm like, but I mean, with my friends, I have an understanding of if you call me, you know you're calling me because you want to hear the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Right. So I'm going to tell you the real raw and how I really feel. You can take it. I feel like, see, I feel like it's in with that because I'm more of a, you can take it how you want to take it, but this is how I feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that, like, you know, blurs the delivery of it because I'm being so honest right. and they're not ready to receive it. So I don't know. I'm going to try to figure that out also, but... Yeah, I definitely feel like um, I ain't gonna work on my control now because I control for a reason. But I'm definitely gonna work on a situation, step, it's step, delivery, it's step, yeah, by, step, step. by step. This um, yeah, and all all progress is good progress. So I would never like if somebody is on their journey, um, because you're growing as a person on that journey, you're going to make mistakes and you're gonna learn. But if I see somebody actively working and learning, and it's like okay, I can understand that. But that line, like you were saying about. Um, the truth versus how pe- people not ready to receive it. It is really hard. But the one thing that I've learned is I'll ask. Like typically before, and Trey will tell you, I have learned because I've been the one that's like, this is just facts. Like these are facts. Like I have literally set, I'll sit there. I mean, we had a disagreement. When I say me, I mean me and Trey had a disagreement because I spit straight facts to her. And she was like, you never even asked me how I felt. And I'm like, feelings have no part of the facts. Like feelings are variable and feelings don't matter. That's how I feel. But in reality of the situation, I had to take stock in a relationship and say, this is my sister. This is a relationship I care about. This is a relationship that I want to grow. And if somebody's telling me what I'm doing is affecting or hurting them, I have to take inventory and say, what am I doing and how can I do it better? There are some non-negotiables. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes. But if I come to you and I say, do you want to hear the truth? And they say no. Okay. All okay. right. So but, maybe that's the page I should take from your book. Xing, like we talked about last behind the uncut version of yeah. Xing first. Right. Because that's giving just, them the option. Yeah, you give I, them the option, yeah. but it also gives you the notice if they're gonna receive it. Because when you ask or you because everybody's an adult, nobody wants you to tell them how to live their life or tell them what to do. And if you do that, you're gonna get pushed back initially anyway. It don't matter if you write. People just don't want you to feel like you're controlling them. Even if you are Drake, I know you're the controller, but (laughs) people don't want to feel like they don't have agency. So that's why what I have learned as far as protecting my energy and preserving my peace has been, you know, if it's a hard conversation, I typically try to say like, you know, I'm about to say something that might be a little rough. You know, can we go there? Are you willing? And I've learned this stuff because I told y'all I'm in therapy. I've learned this stuff because 
I hate being a person that loves so hard and it's not seen that way. Like I will give anybody my last, like I will do anything. I'll come running. But at the same time I get burnt out really quickly because it's like, mm-hmm. why don't you see this? But what I've understood is sometimes people don't see it because the way that I think I'm presenting love is not presenting as love. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to understand. So, um, even down to needs, like we are not very openly emotional people. None of us on the show. No. We're not very openly emotional. And as you can tell, clearly trauma guys. So when it comes to being a strong friend or being that person, people don't know to come to us and say, how can I? What can I? Because they don't see a place where they can ha- add mm-hmm. to us. So then I'm the person that's like, nigga, you didn't even ask me if I ate today. Okay, yeah. With that, I, I kind of have, I don't know if it's like a pushback on myself, but I kind of resent that part of me being a strong friend because yeah. like, damn i always have to be the strong friend nobody mm-hmm. ever asks me how i'm yeah. doing and it's always the strongest friends they're holding other people emotions because the yes. stuff that people tell them now they're holding the weight of their in addition to what we, yeah, got, and then we yeah. got on but we don't ever get that release because we're the strong person right, so nobody think because they we haven't trained them or shown mm-hmm. them that we have a need i think the only times people have really been able to get into like my emotions has been when grandma passed and when i had surgery Mm-hmm. those are the only two times and one time i was clearly on drugs and the other time <laughs> was a life-changing moment like it was prescribed really, drugs okay yes, prescribed, prescribed. Yes, prescribed drugs guys <laughs> trey was out there she was my drug dealer <laughs> yo y'all know on tiktok if we having that one where your eyes be opening and closing uh-huh. that's exactly how i felt i just see trey in the doorway like it's time it's time i say she could kill me if she wanted to but no i just feel like with that I have learned and we need to learn. Like there's a way where we don't have to be emotionally vulnerable. We can still express what we need. Like I've been more clear to say like, I, this is how I want to be loved or how I want to be treated. And I'd say that to people, but my issue has always been what I'm saying versus how it's received. Like I legit will sit in somebody's face and say, if you do that again, I'm gonna bang you. I'll say that. <laughs> and they'll do it again. And then when I bang them, they'd be like, why would you do that? And I'm like, I just told you that that's that. But it's because when I say it, people feel like, and this is, this is still something I did where people feel like there's a way you have to say things for them to understand mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm like, if I'm telling you what you're doing is hurting me, I shouldn't have to cry to prove that. Right. But people are trained to value emotions over intellect, period. Yeah. So if, if you see, if somebody see you and you like, I, I need $5 for something and they'd be like, you need $5. What you got? You got Yeezys on your feet. You got this, you got that. They think because of what they see. That that's not true. When it's two things can perception. be true, it is. Yeah. But that's the, the the thing Trey was saying. Like somebody's perception versus your reality. Those uh, you have to be careful in relationships to make sure you're not blurring that line when it's not necessary. Sometimes it is definitely worth evaluation, and other times you have to say this person is really tripping. And also to go back to what he was saying about the strong friend. What I've learned for you specifically that can help you about being a strong friend. Evaluate the amount of people who are organically checking in with you. Mm, like. Yeah. I have a friend, and I'm going to go ahead and shout out my dog. Shout out to Shard. When we talk, whether he hit my phone and we talk about what we going to do this weekend, what happened, what's going on in our lives, whatever, he'll say, what's up with you? You good? Like every conversation. And I'll say that because I don't even be thinking nothing wrong. But when he asked me, I'd be like, damn, da 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 X, Y, Z, hit, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll dig into it. But that's the thing. You have to also equally yoke yourself to people who care as much yeah. about your emotional space as you care about theirs. Like, yeah, sometimes we do go to L1 friend event all the time. You've been a strong friend. People calling you like, let me call him because he's going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to get me right. He's going to get my life right. And you value being that person because it's your strong point. But you got to also think, like, as much as they value you being their strong suit and them, them being able to come to you, it should be equally beneficial, not for everybody. But you yeah. should also have somebody that's also saying, 
even though I'm bending your ear about my problems, what's up with you? Whether yeah. you want to open up or not, it still Maybe should be option. that space to say, yo, what's up? Everything good? Even if they just ran it for an hour. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like um, with me evaluating myself this past week, I feel like that is a part of me that I don't show because I'm not showing my emotions or I don't show those. So I feel people would never think because I'm steady putting on this strong print thing. Yeah. So, so I feel how, like it's more so to blame with me. But how are you going to fix it? It's not really a um, blame because if a person known you for this long, you yeah, have problems like everybody right, else. But even still, but even if, if you if, don't, it's I mean, just yeah, basic but if I'm still, if they still perceiving me as I'm, I'm living my life, mm-hmm. I don't got no worry in the world. I'm not, you know, out here looking or being no type of way. How are they to know that I'm having issues unless I tell them? Right. They don't know specific issues, but life happens to us all. They mm-hmm. know, people know three things. Y'all know we got to eat. You know, we got to sleep and you know that something's going on. Like, you know, these things. So it's just certain basic things where it's like, okay, I haven't checked in. You can be like, Hey, you know, you want to go out, eat, let's talk, whatever. Just opening that door is consideration. And again, like Trey said, you have the option to choose if you want to, but I would recommend everybody get at least two or three good friends where you can be open and honest Mm -hmm. because that's what it's for. Friends, family, whoever you deem in that position. But if you have people around you that you can't be open and honest with, why are they there? They fans, not friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's how we're going to start the show. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like you really gotta, like we can sit here and I think, I think the most, like I said, the most emotionally vulnerable time for all of us was when grandma passed and we, the three of us went back and forth between laughing and crying and we didn't judge each other. It wasn't any of that. It was just like, okay, we all going through this. We know something's going on. We didn't have to call each other every day and be like, you crying today too. We had to do that. (laughs) My thing is I can do that guys with you, with you guys because we're bonded for life. Coochie bond. Yeah. Coochie bond. So my thing, see, I also have a fear of why I don't emotional. I tell my friends what I want them to know because I don't ever want someone to use that against me. This is a dirty game that I live in. A dirty lifestyle, honey. The gays, you and the (laughs) girls, honey, you'll be quick to be a faggot when you upset them or y'all fall out. Or if you fall out with somebody in the gay community, Mm -hmm. quick to spread your business. So that's why I protect myself and I shield myself and let it know the least amount of information that I need to give them that I feel like won't backfire or they won't throw it in my face. I so that. that's more so of it's a protect me- mechanism. I, I definitely yes. think I do that too. Well, so that's why I feel like maybe I'm at fault of it too, but I feel like it's me protecting myself for the the later outcome of a high situation might go because unlike you guys, I know we're always going to be connected forever. We yeah. might fall out, but we're still family. Yeah. With friends, it's more so season right. you're here for a season and a reason potentially yeah so that's why i feel like that that's why with friends i don't say that because a lot of stuff we talk about i don't talk about to my friends mm. that's just where i'm at in life and right now that's that's a comfort thing you have to build that like you have to get people and until you have somebody that makes you feel as comfortable as we make you feel it's not gonna happen and mm-hmm. that's just that's just that but there's something that a person has to bring to let you let your guard down there is mm-hmm. and i think it's fair that people prove themselves to you i don't think that's a problem now some people feel like you gotta trust people no i don't i don't because people have to show you, you build trust over time it's not automatically given but like um me the reason that i can talk to certain people about certain things is because we've been through various parts of life together so we've been up we've been down and out all of that sort of stuff so it's like i've seen you still here yeah we fell out but my business was still safe. See, i don't have that i don't have the outstanding friendships as you have mm. longer friendships and yeah i don't know if tree yeah me i'm just not for the nonsense so i give you three strikes i test people um yeah. and if they show me they're not i'm just like but your friendships last longer 
because like you're currently doing, I had to do self-evaluation. There's been plenty of times. Now, like I said, with my best friend, we have never had these sort of issues. Mm -hmm. God's blessing us clearly is meant to be. But like with other friends, we've had fallen outs, we've had issues. And I literally, because unfortunately I'm very prideful. I am and I know it. Me too. And that is something that I am working on. But once somebody make me feel a way, I don't care if I liked you before, I, to hell with you now. Amen. And you will never know. You'll never know that you affected me. You'll never know. I can be pissed and you won't, I won't give you the satisfaction of knowing that you affected me. And that's something that I had to understand was very toxic because one, and this is um, something that you, you learn and you grow through. Like if you never express how you feel, one, that person's not accountable and you never really know the true intention. A lot of stuff is miscommunication or misunderstanding. It's literally that like you not comprehending what's going on and it can be fixed through an actual conversation. But if we have our guards up, that's like, oh, that didn't hurt me, that didn't affect me, we can't ever solve the problem. Mm -hmm. So it's plenty of times, especially one specific relationship, plenty of times where I had to humble myself and say, okay, how much did I invest in this relationship? And as long as it's not something crazy, like nobody putting their hands on you verbally, emotionally, or mentally abusing you, then I think you should go and make amends or try to make it right and figure it out. And sometimes the end is the end. Like when I was in, a, <laughs> when I was in college, it was, it was a four-girl group. Now we broke up into be an awesome twosome. Shout out to my best friend. But when we were, um, our biggest fallout was the other two girls, they didn't consider us. Mm -hmm. So I went to them and I was like, hey, this is how I feel, X, Y, Z. And the one girl was like, if we grow on apart, just let it happen. And I said, oh, <laughs> okay. So in having a conversation, you understand where somebody is and what you want and how they want to proceed. So with that, I had to still come and say, like, this is how I feel. Like, I feel like y'all not considering us. I feel, yeah, for me, that was a hard moment. But at the end of the day, I actually got the truth that I needed. And now, you know, God bless them, wherever they are. But we not friends like that. Like, I don't hate their guts. You know what I say? You can go lay down and die somewhere for all I care. <laughs> the hell with God blessing you. I'm done with you. <laughs> Look, God forgives, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to let Jesus save him. But unfortunately, I've had the reverse experience. I had someone who was my best friend. Um, We had a falling out that I didn't even know about that turned crazy. It was life-changing for me, and it completely destroyed my trust in relationships, friendships, all of that, because it was just like, damn, like, when you don't do something somebody wants you to do, they willing to try to drag you to hell with them yeah. to prove that I can bring you down and I can just destroy your character on so many levels. And for years, it bothered me and I battled with it because I'm just like, I ain't do nothing but show you love. Mm -hmm. I ain't do nothing but be there for you. And you did whatever you could to just try to dismantle everything I, I was that I was trying to be, not just for me, but for both of us in our friendship. And unfortunately, because I never went back to that person and was just like, yo, what you did was really crazy. I took it like you did. I ain't going to give you the satisfaction. Mm -hmm. I took it in the strides. I moved on. I bossed up. I changed my life. I changed my game. And in my mind, of course, whenever I see you, it's still on sight to the death. But at the end of the day, and I still mean that, it's still it's, forever. Look, it's forever with that beef. And I take that to the grave. I always say I do jail time behind that one and I could yeah, care less because of the extent of what went down. But when I really sit back and think about it, like I don't even really talk about it because that's how bad it affected my trust and stuff. So it's like now, like Dream said, I don't want to tell nobody nothing because I don't know how you're going to mm -hmm. use this. What you going to say? I'm going to piss you off today and you're going to be like, remember six years ago when you told mm -hmm. me this, da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm going to tell this person. I'm going to some of that. And because I went through that, it's just like I'm so closed off. And I have reaped negative benefits from that because when people mm -hmm. try to get close to me, I'm like, no, too. You got what I'm saying? And it, it's nothing on them, but they're paying for something that somebody did that I yeah. never even dealt with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
See, I feel like I have the same experience as you, but mine's is more so I try to reconcile with the person, but after a while, the thing, the same things start to show again. Like I had a best friend from high school that I felt like I was always given and she was always taking mm. in a relationship. So I let her know whatever we felt. We fell off multiple times. Like I think we fell off three times at least. Um, and I we reconciled. We had a ponderosa. <laughs> yes, ponderosa. Reconciled. That's our favorite word. Uh-huh, it we is. reconciled, and we were good. But that once you fall out of a relationship and you come back, it will never be the same. So you're always going to have that wall build up because you like you already wronged me once. Yeah. So now I'm I'm watching you with my eyes, one eye closed, or I'm sleeping with one eye closed. However that goes. So once that happened again, then the same signs were showing that occurred the first situation that made us fall off. So I just like, no, I'm good for you. Like, I I got love for you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna love you from a distance. I want you to eat and all that, but just not yeah. at my table. Oh, Trey said they going to hell. Go to oh, hell. Listen, I'm not like that. You can eat with Satan. See, <laughs> all I can. That's almost my problem. Like, Get I'll, up for one. <laughs> my thing is, I I I just don't allow a lot of. Fuck shit, I should say. Yeah. So, and I am I that was when, a cute way yeah. of saying it. <laughs> when I when I'm I present myself as a whole, I tell people how I am, my expectations as a friend, and how we should carry people. I mean, carry each other, being respectful, and mm-hmm. you accept my boundaries, or you abide by my boundaries, I abide by your boundaries, give you nothing but the utmost respect. And if you can't apply by that, abide by that. What the hell are you here for? Because it's like you know that we laid out these rules for ourselves. Oh, my So if you're going to go against them. It's so crazy. It's just giving, like, you don't give a damn. So that means you don't value our friendship. So I'm just going to have to so now, give you five feet. When you give the rules, is it like you actually sit down and say this, 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 this? Or is it just you should understand because you see? Certain situations. So maybe in the beginning, it's more so of, you know how I am. Right. And then you figure and then out that you once, have to yeah, say I it. figure out and be like, okay, maybe you don't know how I am. So let me explain it to you. So I explain to you how I am and you still go. I'm like, damn, you know how I am. And I explain how to how, how the hell I am. Right. So the, you just let me go one ear out the other. Yeah. Cause I, I feel you like I have what well, I thought initially, like I'm very clear about this is what I like. This is what I don't like, whatever. But what I realized is I'm more of a show you person. Mm-hmm. Like I show people how I like to be treated because I treat you that mm-hmm. way. Like we always raised with the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated. I think that's a part of our trauma too, that we, expect people to treat us how we treat them yes and that is and the it's problem. not always yeah it's not um because i learned about the platinum rule and the platinum rule is you treat people how they want to be treated mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that so what i had to understand because i was taking it real hard when it's like nigga if i'm considering you i'm dropping things for you i'm doing this i'm doing that but when it's my time it's like mm-hmm. oh you good you fine like no you didn't even yeah. ask or check or nothing and that used to really bother me but i had to understand that is still bothers me that is still a bother but i had to understand like i don't express express what i need like they do like they'll come to me and say oh i have a need or i need this i don't come to people and say i have a need because i don't trust them to, to take care of it mm-hmm. i don't so if i'm telling people all right, they are telling me more than I'm telling them. So I can do more because I know more. They can't do more because they don't know. And it's just like you were saying, like, I keep my business close to me. So you got to be really close to know. And unless it's somebody I really trust, and this is years, like mm-hmm. years got to be See, in. See, I feel like that's what you and, have. Yeah. You guys have be that in. years in, but mine's never because I just don't allow it to. Yeah. I don't like the messiness or the misconstrued of a situation. So I will just did it right then and there. Well, I'll give it a pause mm-hmm. 
and then we'll just evaluate the situation or whatever and come back around. And then once that second time goes and you're still showing me the same signs, I'm done with you. Yeah. So you had, that's why you guys have that friendship. Cause maybe, and then you guys are, I don't know. You guys are females. Oh, so you think it's different? No, I don't. I'm not saying that's what it is, but I okay. feel like you mm-hmm. have a female relationship with your female friends. Yeah. So you guys are more which come. I have a relationship with a female, and I'm a male, so mm, maybe my life is different from her life, or how she want to receive things may be different from how I'm receive. Most of my best friends in the past have been girls, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'm half girl, half boy. <laughs> not, not really. But no, so I feel like I the things they need. Mm. I can give to them, but the things I need, they can't give to me. In oh. like what? In far as a trust thing mm-hmm. or like how I want to witch come because I'm still stuck in my gay side of the witch come. So I'm okay. like, you know, in the gay community, I can't do this, but you're my girlfriend. So my, I don't want to say girlfriend. Home Let's girl, just say my home girl. Yeah, say my home girl because I don't <laughs> want y'all to start thinking that. You're my home girl. So the way you handle things in a home girl world is different the way I handle stuff in the home gay world. Home gay! So, yeah. <laughs> so I I had boy gay friends also, mm-hmm. and they just gave me reasons to not. That's why I'm not real big on hanging around a lot of gays because they're really shysty. And mm-hmm. like I said, once that once they got ammunition, they're going to use it. So you're saying that is that that's from experience? That's from experience. Yeah. Right. So it's the now same I thing. I piggyback off him because that was the same thing that but I But it's had, not like, necessarily true because y'all saying that about that, but it's a lot of women that's like, I'm not friends true. with women because it's it's a one bad experience can literally mess it up for everybody else. Like That's why I don't like when people say, don't let one apple spoil a whole bunch. First of all, scientifically, that can happen. Mm-hmm. But also, once somebody, if you are, the, the first pain that you get, it teaches you how to live life. Like, it literally creates the frame through how you see things. And so it's hard for somebody to tell you, you know, oh, you got to give people a chance. Like, if that's destroyed, it takes time to rebuild that trust. Mm-hmm. So I understand in every area, like, there's men that don't want to have close male friends because a nigga did something. There's females that don't want to have close female friends because of the cattiness. But that's not me. It, but the outcome is always almost the same. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, Maybe I'm the problem, <laughs> but it's, it's I mean, a you, and there's always work to be done internally. Absolutely. So you're not always 100 percent the problem. If anybody I, I, I feel like I that way, feel like, that's pure manipulation. I don't feel like Absolutely. I'm the problem, but I feel like I just have a standard of friendship, mm. and maybe other people don't value that or don't have the same standard as me. So it's like, eh, yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna be friends long. We're not gonna be friends anymore. Yeah, but that's you, why y'all know I run through friends like well, drawers, honey. I mean, there's been a couple that stayed around. That uh, once I know no, their name, then they right. Once know, we know their y'all name, know y'all know their name, but they'll be here today and gone tomorrow. That is true. <laughs> that, that many that best is. Friends. I think for me, I just I constantly change up the level of friendship. Like mm, I think that's important. I, I think, think once they prove their core value, mm-hmm. even if you was my ride or die, I vent you, you vent to me, and then I feel like. Mm, I don't think I want to vent you that much no more. I'll just change the dynamic of our friendship. I won't necessarily throw you away because one of the hardest things I used to do is everybody can go to hell for real to me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Like, I've had a friend. We fell off for five years. Shout out to her because y'all know what I say. I love a dedicated enemy more than I love a friend. She ain't try to get right with me. She ain't contact me now. We did five years no talking off of a miscommunication or misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And then one conversation we laid it out, but it took five years, and it was just like, yo, we just went five years without talking, seeing each other, hanging out, all of that, because, because of on both ends, though. Yeah, that's why See. I'm a person that's like, I read the deal with it because I want to know, um, and people don't like it, but I be like, um, I sent one of my homegirls a message, and I was like, 
we not friends no more because you can delete my number. Mm. Like, mm. I don't need the... Like, if we're not going to have a conversation to figure this out as people that's mutually invested in this relationship, because I think that's the thing. You have to find somebody that's equally invested, that cares as much as you do. And it's not the same care, but it has to be the same amount. Like, um, we all express how we feel differently, but it has to be the same amount or the same effort. And if somebody is not on that on that wavelength if somebody don't want to fix stuff with you then it's not going to go anywhere so if you have a friend that's like every time you want to throw them away they're like no we're going to fix this Mm -hmm. you'll be able to keep that friendship because ultimately if they come to you and say you want to fix it you'll give them that chance because they're showing you something that you haven't seen but if you got a friend that's like okay then then it's not going to work but you also have to know again this is about knowing yourself and also awareness of self is also awareness of where yourself is as far as where you are emotionally mentally financially every area because you don't just exist in a vacuum you exist in a world surrounded by other people so you have to understand if I'm the one that's closing myself off from relationships. Do I need to be more open? Do I need to give people more of a chance? Am I the one that's like, I don't want to fix anything? Am I the one that can't ever be wrong? Like those things you have to know, but you also have to understand however you are is typically framed by what you've been through. So you, once you start healing and doing the work, you'll see how to be better. And there's so many things that I'm like, I could do better or I can be better. And that's like when we were having a conversation, it's so many tools that I use now with us and with y'all that's like, hey, let's try this. So let's do that. Like even down to something as small as letting somebody say how they feel, like saying it all the way out. Because a lot of black people grab a word and hold right on to that and don't hit a point. Black mothers are famous for it. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you do these, when you do the work and you spend the time, you really start to see yourself and you can see others more clearly when you see yourself clearly. See me, I'm more like Bob the Builder. I'm always trying <laughs> to fix some shit. So anything that ever happened with a falling out of a friend, I'm always the one that comes and try to have that meet in the, the middle. Rosa, yeah, yeah I'm the, I'm always that one. But I feel as though, um, I don't know, maybe that's a part of me evaluating myself for thinking, was I the one really wrong? thinking like trying to dumb down my standards and how I feel that a great friendship should be. So I'll be like, was I expecting more than I should have been expecting? But then mm-hmm. I think about it like, no. what the hell? Because you was the only one that was given. Yeah. You wasn't yeah. getting anything. So um, with that being said, I feel like, do you guys believe in expiring friendships? Hell oh, yes. absolutely. Hell uh, to the yes. I just told, I was telling the story about the, uh, my old friends, but it's like, you have to know, and that's a part of awareness too. Like, when you come to somebody and you say, and that's, this is why I love having the hard conversations. It's uncomfortable, but it's so necessary and it's freeing because I want to leave the conversation on how we going. Like, I hate that time where it's like, like Trey said, her and her, the, the girl was what, five years? Mm-hmm. That's five years of not, no, I would have had that conversation. After we had whatever miscommunication was, I went back and been like, so what's happening now? That's me. Like, I just want to know because if we don't need to be friends again, that's fine. I want us to end it here. I don't want that, that area of not knowing me seeing you and it's awkward. Like, no, I want to know. Well, what I can say about that is, one, I was in a very different place in my life, baby. I was, whew, you had to be there to know me. I was 19, <laughs> I, just, I was getting on, I crazy. I just want to say, these red lights in the studio is immaculate right now. <laughs> oh, getting darker, this. the yes. rain is drizzling. Rain is, yes. This is really a vibe. I was in a very different place in my life, so it was, I was on my real skull face. Like, right now, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like I'm entering my skull face shit. I hell with y'all, if y'all make me the bad guy. Because, oddly enough, I did a little mini rant with my close friends. There wasn't really a rant, but it was just like... And only really my real friends are in there. So it was just like, it was bothering me that everybody keep calling me an asshole. Like, usually I'd be like, okay, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But, like, as I'm getting older, I'm like, See, this was is. having a self-conscious. Yeah, I was I having had. a self-evaluation. I'm yeah. like, yo, everybody mm-hmm. keep calling me an asshole. So I'm just like. You have to think. Why? Am I, why? Yeah. am I an asshole? Am I an asshole? So it was just mm-hmm. like, 
what makes me an asshole? So I asked a couple of my different friends, like, you know, why do you say that? They were just like, that's how you is. I'm like, but why do you feel that way? Like, mm-hmm. do you think that I have bad intentions towards you? Do you think that I want to, you know, See, be the asshole? Back about the delivery and the intention. And that's the thing. So it was just like, I had to start taking pieces from things that I've heard before. Like, again, my relationship was short. He's told me like, your del- he told me a while ago, your delivery. He was like, you give me good advice. He was like, but your, li- your delivery. So what I learned with L friendship is, how do you want me to support mm-hmm. you and what you ask me for? So right. now when we talk, it's like, you vent and vent. I'm right. vent, you vent. Do you really want my advice? I'm going to give you my advice. But know that my advice is not law. It's just my advice. Exactly. I'm not telling you, you need this. Because at one point, I was trying to be so, I can fix this. I can help you. I can help you. But I wasn't seeing it as I'm trying to tell you how to run your life and not I'm trying to give you good advice. So that was I learned that with one friendship. But what I'm learning now is I can apply that to different relationships in my life and different things. So it's like when I say stuff now, this whole law in the back of my mind, people keep calling me asshole. And this has been recent, like since my birthday. And I'm just like, it was a lot going on. Like I said on one episode when I was just like, remember when I was saying that I go by go by myself to deal with my emotions? Yeah. I was really overwhelmed around my birthday time, but mm-hmm. people didn't understand that. So it was like some of the things that I was doing, some of the actions and reactions I was having was headline react was headline reactions to what I was feeling emotionally. Yeah. And it was coming off the people who wasn't in my emotional situation or wasn't in my space enough to know like Trey, something wrong with Trey. Or That's why she acting like that. that or haven't seen me that yeah, way, yeah. so it was just like, oh, she's an asshole. And it was just like, as I kept hearing it, I was just like, "That's what y'all think about me." But like I told you, it's a balance. You got to know who you are, mm-hmm. and you have to know wh- how you're presenting. So if y'all thinking that I'm coming off as asshole, if you really know me, you know I can be an asshole, but mm-hmm. that's not my true core intention like it's something i can do but it's not who i try to be every day and for people who don't know me i have to get comfortable with the fact that somebody who see me 50 feet away ain't gonna see the blemishes on me somebody that's sitting two inches next to me so they can say like you said about the what the lion in the mouse thing yeah you got a thorn in your paw. Everybody else like, oh, the line just run, the line just run because he vicious, he evil, he mean. Mm-hmm. But the mouse is close enough to be like, no, something wrong with this nigga. Yeah. It's a thorn in his paw. But that's the thing. You got to value the people that's close enough that's going to be able to say, you're acting this way for a reason. Right. And you got to know the people who don't see you the way mm-hmm. you're presenting or they don't know you well enough to understand why you're getting that, they're getting that reaction, yeah. that you can't take that so personally because right. flip the script. If I was in, in your shoes and I just met you today, you told me, Oh, go to hell, da da da. I'm like, oh shit, I don't wanna be around her. Mm-hmm. But if I'm that person's best friend, I'd be like, damn, something wrong. What's up? Right. You good? Cause you wasn't acting like this earlier. Yeah. So that's what goes into knowing yourself. You gotta know yourself enough to know what and what not to care about that yeah. people are gonna say. Absolutely. And oh, yeah, I'm learning ahead. that. Go like the thing. same way you're starting that journey, I'm literally like two feet up front in front of you in that journey because she always wanna be one up me. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's it's a thing. And I sometimes can get very in my head. Mm-hmm. And like I think I'm finally coming out of this taking myself too serious. Like mm-hmm. I always want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. I'm mm-hmm. doing the right thing. Am I making you the, the feel the way that I want you to feel? Am I showing you this that I want you to show? But I have to remember, I can't do everything right. I can't do everything yep. perfect. All I can do is put my best foot forward and hope that it's perceived the way I want it to. And if it's not, if I feel like it's something that I can do to say, you know what? What I said earlier, I I hope you didn't take it away. It wasn't meant to be that way. That's not how I meant it. If you say, 
I don't care. Da, da, da. Okay, what's up? Square up, whatever. Right. We done with it. Or if you say, you know this what? Always want to fight me. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> or if you say, if you <laughs> say, you know what? Thank all you. All of that would take it to the mat. <laughs> Thank you. Like recently, I had to do something that I never thought I'd do. Like I interacted with a person who I didn't know that well, and my reaction to them came off like mm. I was being an asshole, and it bothered me so much mm-hmm. that I had to personally ask for this person's number to reach out and be like. That wasn't my intention. This is why I reacted the way I did. I hope you understand. And that person said, you know, thank you for your apology, blah, blah, blah. Now, on the outside looking in, it wasn't that big of a deal. But to me, it bothered me that somebody I don't know that well is going to now have this perception of me Mm -hmm. because of how I was acting. At the end of the day, they didn't do anything to deserve that, but it was not my intention to make them feel that way. My mind was focused on a bigger picture, Mm -hmm. and they just so happened to be caught up in the rustle of it. So that's something I would have never did. I'm like, I don't know them, so I don't give a damn how they feel about me. I don't care how you perceive me if I don't have a relationship with you. But see, you never have a relationship yeah. though if they don't perceive you that way. So when I first met my yeah, best so friend, yeah, so relationship, right? Okay. When I first met my best friend, um, I was with this other guy. We met when I went to college. It was or- orientation, and she's gonna hate this story, but this is the facts. These are facts. This is how Cletus began, guys. So we went to orientation at school, and they had like a um. You have to come in for financial aid. So, you know, every black head was in there because we needed that money. <laughs> I need that money. So we in there and I'm in the back with this guy and bigger guy. He was Southern, whatever. And I was just like, all right, because I had I got there late so I didn't get to meet everybody. So I'm in the back and he's calling out like, oh, girl, I ain't going to say her name. Even though I probably said it. Well, I could call her Cletus. Cletus, Cletus. And so she turns around and he like, you want some gum? And she opens her mouth, points to the gum in her mouth. And snatches her head and turns back. And I was like, oh, okay, because she not for me. <laughs> she clearly got an attitude, right? Mm-hmm. So then I was like, I'm not going to say nothing to her because she got a, I'm not about to deal with somebody that got an attitude problem. So me and him leave. We go to eat lunch. And we get food. I promise y'all, I was so hot. We sitting there, and he starts talking at the table about how he killed the mouse on a mouse trap and pissed on He set it on fire and pissed on it. And I was politely. Whoa, 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 whoa. Girl, whoa. At, at dinner, right? Is this a Michael white Myers? man? No, it's not a white man. Oh, So I, I looked at him dead in his face and I said, why would you say that to me? And he was like, well, I said, this is all, this is the last supper for you, honey. I got my tray <laughs> and I, I got left. the hell out like, of I here. legit left. Like, it was just like, okay, because this is why she gave you that attitude because you don't know what to say out your mouth. And so then once I left, I ended up making another friend that was friends with her and we ended up all getting back together. So I told her, like, I was about to talk to you, whatever. And she was like, no, he basically, so back when Juicy was a thing, um, he basically kept calling her Juicy all day because you know it's on the bottom, on the back of your pants. Mm-hmm. And they had the same last name. So he was like, I don't know, we got to change your last name when we get married. Juicy this, Juicy that, Juicy this. And so I'm like, oh, so he's been sexually assaulting you, harassing you all day. <laughs> that makes sense why he's disgusting and you are pissed at him. But I don't know that from that. And imagine, imagine if from that one interaction, I chose not to have a relationship that I've had for over, about to be 20 years now. So it's like, you know, it's certain things. Are not twenty years? I'm tripping. Ten I years. Definitely. Say, Damn, how I know. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. Uh, it will be twenty it's years. Real like I was in a but, twilight zone. <laughs> what the hell? So from that, I'm saying that to tell you, like, there are certain things. But yes, you can't care about what every stranger thinks about you. But as far as perception, perception is reality until people know a new reality. Mm-hmm. So until I knew what the story was, like in Trey's case, until that person knew, okay, Trey's acting this way because this is the reason. They then can make a judgment to say, all right. She can apologize all day, but if she feel like, if they feel like, all right, well, you ain't had to act like that, they still not going to like her. But a person that's really trying to see the truth about who you are is going to say, okay. And it takes a mature person to literally sit there and seek a person's number out and to reach out to them when she ain't had to do none of that. Like, that's a lot. And even down to me going back and telling my best friend, like, 
I was tripping. I thought this way because this is how you present it, but that's not who you are. Like, that's the thing. You know, that gave me the vibes back in the day when girls used to be like, I didn't like you back then because you that's stuck how it's up. Because uh, you first like, impression. Look, I thought you, like, yeah. I thought to you be stuck honest. up and be like, uh-uh, bitch. Yeah, you just be, knew I was that bitch and you was hating. <laughs> to be honest, like, I thought no, you was tough. stuck up, so I ain't like you. That's but we cool real. now. That's See, look, real. I um, okay. there I go dreaming again. Child. <laughs> there I go dreaming there because dream I again. I am more so of I won't let another person taint how I want to look at a person. So I want to get my own experience of them. So I don't know if that's the same as, you know, having a first encounter with somebody like how Trey said she was being, she was perceived as an asshole, mm-hmm. but she just wanted to make it clear that she wasn't. Yeah. So I don't know if that goes, if, if somebody was like, oh no, yeah, Trey asshole. And they already had that perception. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, if she's saying you're an asshole, that's that. I'm not more so of that. I'm just like, well, she was an asshole to you. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. my experience to see how she treats me for me. Yeah. yeah. See, I, 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 I hold it. That. I hold it. Until like, I experience yeah. it, I'd be like, yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Right. No, it's not. Exactly. Like, mm, I give them I a chance. This bitch a bitch. Let me see. She <laughs> she said this really at all. Oh, no, you was just Yo, a weak on, bitch. That's why she stepped on you. Oh, you just oh, got look, stepped look, on. That's all that come was. Come back like, she ain't talk to me like that, girl. Because we was know. cool. Look, nigga, you screwed me. Look, you got stepped on. I ain't got nothing to do with you. So what really happened? She ain't treat me like that. But, but yeah. only saying that because that was a big step for me. I would have never. Yeah. I'd have been like, I don't give a damn about you. Who the hell you? I don't know you. But it bothered me. Like, I've never had something that bothered me so much. Mind you, this is my time of celebrating me. Mm-hmm. And on my birthday, I asked for this person's number. And I was just like, I just wanted to reach out to you because I just wanted to, you know, clarify why I did what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, hope you understand. And it was just, a, you know, thanks. I appreciate your apology. And whether that's true, not true, it don't matter. It felt better for me to know that. One, I took an emotional Ooh, step. I took a step. Ah, and there she goes. <laughs> I took a step emotionally mm. for my progress. Yeah. Now, that person can say, because even though I don't know that person that well, they could have been out here like, yeah, she an asshole. That was her thing. She da 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 Oh, you think Trey cool? She really not. She doesn't. And been. not that I give a damn, because I don't. But because this situation, I I don't. because <laughs> this situation bothered me enough, it was just like, it was a conviction thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you felt that you need to, you know, communicate, communicate. And yeah. communication is one of my very, very, very weak points. So it was just like. Big fix. <laughs> right. As you get, you know, more mature, more self-aware, time yeah. back to what this is about, you start to do things that you wouldn't normally do. Like, uh, dream the doll sitting back wasting his good weekend, mm-hmm. thinking about Some somebody else, thinking about Shell. reaching out, saying, was I this, was I that? Yeah. That's a step in. And listening. Because some people ask double you. Double claps for mm-hmm. that. Some people ask you, but they know, they have a script for you, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's certain times when you like, all right, I'm going to ask this person because they better say this. Like, oh, if I ask my be- am I the best best friend in the world, she I'm better not say yes. Yeah. That's how I was feeling. Exactly. That's why the first person I called was Lauren. And I'm like, if she don't say nothing, then maybe they just tripped. They tripped. They tripped. Yeah. So I called her. She was like, she hesitated. And I'm like, damn, she got to hesitate because yeah. yeah. I'm going to cheat her. Yeah, that's what I'm like, I'm like, just be honest. Look, in my sweetest voice, baby, just be honest. Don't <laughs> even tell me the truth. Ain't so nothing going to happen. Like, well, so I'm like, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now that's what happened to you because after this happened, I asked my homeboy George. I was like, "You think I'm asshole?" He was like, he looked at me. I was like, "Oh my god!" He was like, "Trey, you're an ass." I was like, "No, I'm not." He was like, 
But it's okay because I'm gonna ask. I'm like, it's not that mm-hmm. it's okay. It's the fact that I'm battling with this. Yeah, this you word to is talking me. Like, yeah, like uh-huh. I'm saying, Trey, answer, Trey, answer. Let's be very clear. Not only then my clearly, answer, I'm gonna we got a co no a, a special guest yes. thundling. Yeah. Yeah. Right, they about to send that alert to the phones. Uh-huh. It's about to go off. Go ahead, it raindrops. Trey, I want to <laughs> say, girl, we more like than you think, baby. Oh, and that's why we prepared so much. I have to say another thing that I can relate to you on the whole. You know having an epiphany in your life about mm-hmm. that situation because I had like I wanna say probably two years ago before COVID BC. Um, <laughs> I had a fallen I, I had a falling out with Lauren and my usually thing is when I have a fallout with a friend is and they I felt like they did me wrong or it just like I'm making a face expression. Yes. And look, insert face expression. <laughs> and so I'm just like what the hell would it do? Yeah. But for something, I could not shake this feeling of like, why am I feeling like this? I mm. feel like I need to get to the bottom of this. Like, And I told her, like, I never felt like I need to right my wrongs with somebody that mm. I did not wrong. Yeah. Mm. You're the one that wronged me, but I want to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So that's why I be telling her, like, I swear that you're the love of my life. I'm out here doing the gay thing. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all that. And my the, the love of my life is a woman, honey. So <laughs> a lot So I'm just like, I don't know. I never felt this way about falling out with any of my other female friends or male friends. But f- for some reason, I feel like it's only right that I try to repair this or get closure, mm-hmm. even though I didn't want closure. Yes. And that was hard for me. It was like a first time, like, Trey going with that. Ooh, can we book Look, Dream, what the hell is wrong with you? You're not built like this. Yeah. So what the hell is happening with you? So we had that talk, mm. and, I, and I expressed myself to her like, I'm just coming to you, you know, fully open about everything. I never felt the need mm. to do this to anybody else. I never felt I need to express myself or try to repair anything. But for some reason, I feel like I had to make this right with you. And we did that. We talked. And it was all over a little misunderstanding. She thought that I, I was doing you, something misunderstanding that... misunderstanding be the yeah, one. She thought I was... So she thought I was doing something that I really wasn't doing. But mm-hmm. she just didn't take it that way. As it come out, she didn't have enough information. Gotcha. But the information she had, she felt like it was right to how she feel. Gotcha. But once we, I explained it, she was like, was like, damn, oh, okay. I was. So I'm thinking yeah. like... So after a while, we like... We really was going to stop being cool over mm. a misunderstanding. I told y'all that's typically what it is. It's really comprehension. But what I need from <laughs> oh you is understanding. How can we communicate if you don't hear what I'm saying? Come that's on, exactly those. That song is really it. Like you can you can say words at people if they don't comprehend them. It's pointless. It's so pointless. But. I think the thing too, we keep talking about we built this way, we built that way. Life is all about changing and, and evolving. We upgrade our phones more than we upgrade ourselves, and that's a problem. Well, I forget. Are you committed to your ego Ooh. or your true self in mm. becoming your higher self? That's a hard that journey. That is a hard thing. Because you got to turn like that mirror stuck, on you. I'm stuck in between right now because I, you know, I'm this big personality or I'm trying to be this big personality. So mm-hmm. I feel like only people that I really want to know me can get the real me. Yeah. Other than that, people can get the personality of me because yeah. you don't need to be, you know, all in my circle or right. all in my presence of how I really am. So you could just take it for what it is. I'm just this person that, you know, give you the key keys and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm Hannah Montana in a way, baby. <laughs> for the fans, you I'm get Hannah. The 
Uh-huh. And for my family, I'm Molly. So I feel like... <laughs> No, keep Molly. The hell with that. <laughs> so I feel like I struggle with that also because, like, I be telling y'all, like, randomly when I'm just trying to be my regular self, like, doing work and stuff, people be running up to me and okay, just calling fan. me. Okay, no, fan, girl. I'm behavior. <laughs> Don't front on me, boo. You see it. You <laughs> see it. You see it. I it. But That's no, like, I, fam, I have a struggle with that because when I'm just being my regular self or I'm not being, like, Dream is a personality that's just on the weekend. So when I'm just regularly me, yeah, it, like, it takes me off guard. So yeah. I'm like, why the hell you run up so friendly to me? You don't know me. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Dream makes it so, like, I'm they, such a friendly person. Yeah, yeah, I'm approachable. But when I'm just in my space, I'm just my space, so everybody can't come to me like as y'all can come to me. If regularly. you want to start going to the market with glasses, just say that. Yeah, y'all can come to me too. regularly, and I'll be like, right, you know me. But you we can right. do that all the time. Yeah, everybody y'all can, can do that everything. So I struggle with that too. So it's like I don't know if I want to be this big personality, or I I can't separate them yeah. for some part for a hard reason. I can't. So I struggle with trying to balance which one am I or which one do I need to give people mm-hmm. because it goes back on the trust thing. Yeah. Anybody can get dream because that's just who you're going to see me for. Mm-hmm. Right. But how you can know me for and relate to time. me for that's the getting the who I, my personal time. Bleep yeah. is. Yeah. Bleep. Yeah. It's a big bleep. Well, see for me, I struggle so much with the feeling of being misunderstood. Like that mm-hmm. is a feeling mm-hmm. I felt all my life and it's a daily battle. Like I always feel like no matter how I present, how I communicate, People just don't understand why I do the things I do, mm. how I Ooh. do the things I Can do. Can I say something? Go ahead. Okay, and then that's another thing. I don't care. That's that's. I mean, I think trying to be two different people to two different audiences mm-hmm. is a downfall because how you said you 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 tr- tr- you care about how people perceive you. Dream doesn't care, right? But. Me, I care, so I always look back like, damn, should I not do this? Because this is down, this is being a downfall on me because people are taking me as this when I'm really this in real life. <laughs> so sorry, Draw guys. Now life. I'm dreaming. <laughs> it's like I'm fighting. I'm these two people dreaming a nightmare. Right? It's really hard. And then I go back to being that goes back to being a damn strong person because yeah. dream is not a strong person, but I'm a vulnerable person in real life. Yeah. yeah. So and I, that's that's me when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. When I'm by myself, I'm sitting back thinking about interactions, like about every. How but I'm people pretend. take you as a lit right. person, and it's hard. Yo, from and outside I don't want to do this in. to y'all, but I'm gonna do it because I got a Pisces moon and I'm oh. emotional. Miss <laughs> Cleo, whatever. All I'm saying is, I have to be honest about myself. When I'm by myself, mm. I feel very misunderstood. I always wonder how am I presenting to my love I don't mm. give a damn about people I don't know no. but to my circle my loved what ones what version you present to yeah, people yeah like the people that I care about the most I want them to know that I love them that I care about mm-hmm. that I'm only here to support you and be there for you but I have a side of me that needs work my mm-hmm. delivery the things that I do so it's like sometimes I'm like did you get that the way I wanted you to mm. get it and even if we talked it out. We argued out. Whatever. Like I think one of the most healthy things that we have done is like we had our law. Y'all don't even know, but after that last episode, the the we debrief. sat here and screamed at each other My on them. We kept yes. the microphones rolling and we were stirring at each other like we was bad rapping. And uh, we say see you next weekend, bitch. Right. No, no, I need that. Next day she's talking about you cook. Yes. Exactly. Come because on over, baby. our relationship, we can do that. But if this was one of my friends. That would have been hard because I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, we just got real deep. See, and I don't know if I want you to know me that deep. Yeah. Me to the and point you where struggle with showing the people we care about the vulnerable part of mm-hmm. us rather than just open, having us. it open. Yeah, it's open all of us. Yeah. Having it open with everybody. Like, 
I'm we present the hard body yeah. to people that we really don't know. Hard we, body baby. We, we <laughs> hard body bends. We friends from a distance or we keep them at a distance mm-hmm. because we have that issue of not wanting to be hurt yeah. in the long right, run. Right, yeah. right. But I, I feel like I have three levels. So you can be an associate, you can be a friend or you family. Levels to this shit. It is. <laughs> associate, friend or family. An associate can go for like a work friend. Uh, I just, you know, I'm around, whatever. Because like, when it comes to like Trey's friends, they cute, they cool. Unless it's ones that I know has been around, it's gonna stay around. I don't really I be coming down, I'd be real cute, be like, hey y'all, hi, whatever. <laughs> and that's that. But like the ones that I really know, I can be more open and I can care about, and that's what my friends do. More too. so yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like other people, it's more like a presentation. This is the this the training you're gonna get. And mm-hmm. not like it's a fake. This is the part of these are the parts of me that's prepackaged that you're gonna get. Like at work. I'm not about to be fully myself because y'all not about to find me for being a strong black woman. (laughs) No. But like, and then also working in the field that I work in, a lot of um, expression and personality is not allowed because we have to represent a company. And that's most most businesses, unless you're an entrepreneur and you work for yourself. So with that, it's kind of like, as an associate, you can get, we can laugh and joke. It's like a contract. We can laugh and joke. Um, I'll ask you, you know, the, the W's, who, what, when, where, why in your life. I'll be as, I'll be, five percent supportive like i'll do the things that i do but it won't be to the max like if an associate is like oh come through to this i'll be like oh i think about it probably won't go unless i really want to go i probably won't if a friend asks me i'm gonna make it a priority like it's a difference and then even down to like friends and family there's people that have been friends that have become family Mm -hmm. like it's so common and so comfortable like my family welcomes them like family so that's when i know is really well Certain people in my family, because you know, y'all know, but it's certain things you know, we, you know, you do. It's certain things where you have to understand the level that a person is with you and what at that level they get from you, and that's a part of your awareness too. Like as my associate, you have to prove more to me to get closer, and as you get closer, there are changes I'm willing to make because our relationship now has more weight. But if you're not, but it's the same thing we're talking about with relationships. Like mm-hmm. the investment dictates what I invest. So if somebody is showing me they, they want to move from associate to a friend, they have to start making some investments and then I'll meet we meet each other there. We see each other. Mm. But if that's not the case, then that's the case. But I really think the biggest thing is it's really hard being emotional. I think because I don't trust people to care about me properly. Mm. Um and it's it's really something that I, I've struggled with. Like I I cannot say if something happened or like, I think, like I said, when I had the surgery, that was one of the hardest times for me because I had to trust that other people would take care of me. And I've always been like, I'm not going to put myself in a yourself. position. Yeah. Like I got me. I built, I'm sorry. God built Nobody me. Nobody else got me. <laughs> I got me. But yeah. all of us was raised that way. All right. of us was raised to be individual, independent, independent, independent yeah. at the core, no matter what. Right. So, so it's really, it's, a, it's we a, raised or did we have to be that way? We had to be. Mm-hmm. I yes. mean, we had to be that way based on circumstances in our lives, but we were also raised by women who taught us to be self-sufficient. Well, I don't know See, because no, yeah, I, I was always taught, I can we all so. we got, we as in me and my sister, I was always taught. But y'all that got same breath said, don't let nobody do nothing for you. Let anything somebody do that is true. extra. That is true. Me myself, I feel like I had to because I didn't want the toxicity mm, yeah. of what was going on. So I'm that like, is true. I need to make sure I can depend on myself because who knows how that situation might go. Yo, so true. I need to build myself to be independent right, and so make sure can I can depend on, on yeah. myself. And that's the thing I felt too. Like as much as it all goes back to childhood, trauma. it does childhood trauma because mm-hmm. even now, like I, I think I said like me and my dad have a great relationship, but I could not trust him. Like mm-hmm. when I was growing up, I can't, tr- if I needed something, I wouldn't call him. 
Because you ain't going to show up. So why would I do that? So it's just like, <laughs> he ain't going to show up Look, he's like, that nigga. all your shit. You might ride down the east side. Oh, y'all fine. Oh, y'all fine. But no, it's really um, the one thing that I, I still am trying to get through. It's like, if the people that are, that bring you in this world, you can't trust them. How can you trust Ooh. other people? Like, that's really heavy because we didn't ask to be here. And it's like if the first people that's supposed to be helping to form you are people that you really can't trust in mm-hmm. or or believe that you can lean on. Like I really not envy, but I would love the feeling to say like, oh yeah, I trust that this person gonna be here. Right. Like outside I would of love y'all, to know what that feel like. outside of y'all, no. Like if something was going on, I know y'all gonna do. Y'all got me. Y'all gonna come through. But other people was like, yeah, if they do, they do. But I'm gonna make sure I'm good if they don't. And that to me, I've never been in a situation or in a relationship. Um, sorry, my best friend is great for this too. But outside of those relationships, I haven't ever had one where I felt like I can relax with myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that really is I'm I'm working through and trying to understand. But that's something that we've learned through trauma and through unfortunately very bad experiences where we've had to be the ones to provide for ourselves, fix ourselves, heal ourselves, love on ourselves because the people or the things that we thought would do it didn't. That's true. And um I mean, going back to what you said about a relationship as close as a parent, like, fortunately for you, you get the opportunity to rebuild a relationship with your dad. Yeah. And, you know, you can see him through a different lens by your choice. But that's also because we had the hard conversation. Like, right. When I was in college, I was legit like, because um, we were always taught like, y'all will be forgiven. Don't close the door. And at a certain point, I was like, to hell with that. I don't need to keep this door open. I'm not Bruno Mars. It's like, no, <laughs> I, um, it just didn't make sense to do it because the dynamics didn't make sense. I always, and this is something I had to unlearn too. I always felt like whoever was the authority or the older one should be the one to fix it. I've always felt that way. Like it, between um, me and Trey, I'm the older sister. So if something goes wrong, I'm going to come in, I'm going to confront it because I'm the person that should have the most maturity to be able to say, this don't need to go this way. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, but that's not always true. Anybody can be the one. But in certain situations, I think especially parent to child, especially did beat dad to beaten child i think that not beaten like that (laughs) a dead beat so the beaten child um so we had a conversation because like legit it was to the point where i just was like f this nigga and he had to send me a message on facebook (laughs) that's how bad it was and i legit was like i'm gonna go in here what he got to say but i'm not looking for nothing and we had the conversation it was just like these are the things that i feel this is how i feel like do we want to proceed do we want to move forward and the end result was different than I expected. It was just like, you are right, and I'm sorry, and I'm going to try to fix it. And I left there with no expectations, and I think that's another thing. Like, we have, as much as people want to say they have no expectations, when you get a position or a title in somebody's life, you have expectations. Mm-hmm. We have expectations of friends, of families, of coworkers. Of, like, you have expectations. So it's foolish to say that you don't. And the best way to get them met is to express them. So once I told him, um, I just watched over time and saw what he did, and it just, he proved himself. Like, he started showing up. He started doing more. He started being extra. Like at this point, he's begging me to help take care of me because I don't depend on him. And it's like, I feel bad that I can't, but it's like, this is what you created. Now, now that I'm in a certain place and I'm more emotionally healed and mature, I can say, I'll allow you to help me. I'll allow you to be a part of this part of my life. But it took time. So yeah, that's it, it wasn't an overnight thing. And it wasn't a, just because it's my father thing. It was work on both ends. Yeah, well, y'all know fault is they coming up. Y'all want to do an episode with me because I ain't got a goddamn good thing to say. 
ain't had no diddy. But, I ain't had no diddy around when I was growing up. That's why I'm wild and now give up. It's like, no, 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 no. But seriously, um, not open to talking about that, so I'm not even about to sit here and pretend, but very happy for Trinice and her progress, for her and her dad, because that you. is wonderful. Yeah. But again, we had to, I had to learn. I had to have the con- hard conversation. I had to be real with myself and say, this is a relationship that I care about and one that I wanted. Because sometimes, because it hurts so bad, we say we don't want it when we still do. Mm-hmm. And that's any anyone. Like um, what Dream was saying about him and his best friend. It's like, okay, that's part of the conviction. If it's something that you, have, you desire or that's meant, you're still going to have that yearning for it. And as a mature person, you can take that and say, if it's still weighing on me, if it's still bothering me, I need to solve it. I need to resolve it. But a person that's immature is going to be like, oh, I don't care. And in those moments when it's time to have those conversations, that's when you realize the maturity of a person, honestly. And also when you do that, you have to, like for me, I did it twice. My one friend I told you I fell out with five years. Mm-hmm. We talked once, back good. We go get sushi every, every week. Like, nothing ever happened. Another friend, we stopped talking for a year. And even though we met up and we talked about it and we laid out our point of views, it was never the same. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept that it may never be the same. But, again, if I'm going to continue to be this person who feel like I don't got to tell you what you did that made me upset, I don't got to mm-hmm. clarify, I don't got to bring to the table, I'm going to just stop talking to you and move on. Four years, and then when I get ready to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. I got to also understand that that could be the end of it a year later. Yeah. And move on and accept that. And unfortunately, it's not something that I wanted to do, but I have to be okay with the fact that everything was laid on the table. It was what it was, misunderstanding or not. We've we've deaded the issue, mm-hmm. but sometimes you can't, you know, move forward or go back. Some yeah. things just stay they, where they are, that, yeah. and you have to allow that to be what it is. And you mm-hmm. can't really be upset because it's like, I played a role in this too because right. had I communicated a year ago, you know, we maybe we wouldn't be, be here. here. Yeah. Or maybe we would have. You don't know, but it's just life. Yeah. So that's that on that. Okay, guys, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins. Be sure to rate and review. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.